Today's podcast is brought to you by Pendulum Chain, a decentralized blockchain technology for modernizing traditional financial infrastructure. Pendulum has Forex optimized app ecosystem and runtime, a 1000x performance with substrate runtime module, seamless integration into banking worldwide, PNP compliance with fintechs and businesses, next generation smart contracts using Wasm, and trustless cross-chain interoperability. For more information, go to pendulumchain.org. Again, that's PendulumChain.org. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Crypto Current. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got a very special guest for you all the way out in Berlin, working on a really cool layer one platform called Pendulum. We have Alex, the co-founder um, of Pendulum. How are you doing today? Uh, thanks for having me. Hi, Richard. Uh, great to meet everyone. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm great. Uh, we're short before launch. Uh, exciting times uh, ahead for us. Definitely. And excited to learn more about all the things that you are building. But before we do that, let's learn more about you. Can you give us some background on yourself? Yes. Um, so I joined um, uh, the blockchain company behind Pendulum uh, is Satoshi Pay. In 2016, so I already um, have some experience in the crypto space, so ups and downs uh, until we decided to build Pendulum um, the last year. Uh, also, I was experiencing myself a little bit uh, with Bitcoin back in 2013. I find it's an awesome technology, uh, a decentralized financial, building a decentralized financial system. It's, uh, it's, it's touched me from the first uh, point, I would say, so from the first time. And I'm really uh, excited to be in that area. Before that, I was uh, doing um, producing and project management, technical uh, product management uh, in the startup scene here in Berlin. And uh, yeah, but quite some experience uh, here working with teams. Uh, but the blockchain space is where my my heart beats. Uh, yeah, I would say in Germany. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So been in the space, uh, first learned about in 2013, so almost a decade later, which is pretty awesome. Started working back in 2016. And as you've seen the market mature, go through both bull and bear cycles, what was it about Pendulum that that made y'all want to create that? So tell us about what is Pendulum and and, and what made y'all want to go and solve whatever challenge uh, that you were looking at? Yes. Um, So... I, I was working with blockchain uh, early on, and uh, my um, founder or co-founder, uh, Meinhard, we always wanted to create something uh, that has mass adoption, so something for the real-world user, and uh, to bring that innovation uh, that we saw actually in blockchain uh, to the users. Um, we started with a micropayment uh, system based on Bitcoin uh, initially, as there were not much blockchains out at that time so uh, the choice was really limited and uh, we yeah we we saw bitcoin then growing to a to a phase where it was not really usable for us uh, as is for as a payment platform it just got too much traction right so uh, the blocks the blocks were full <laughs> and uh, uh, our micropayment system uh, had troubles connecting to it so we switched back then we switched blockchains uh, uh, to the stellar blockchain and uh, we're creating a product based on the Stellar blockchain. We also um, built an international payment platform for businesses 
uh, at that time, as publishers tend to uh, choose subscription models, uh, payment models uh, at, at, at that time, we look for a new business opportunity and uh, international payments were already the number one use case on blockchain. So people sending Bitcoins around from one uh, point in the world to another, that was already a thing, stable coins, uh, they got initial traction already. And uh, we built a complete uh, payment, um, so a international payment platform for businesses uh, on the Stellar blockchain. And growing that, uh, we were missing some features or we had to interact with a lot of partners, liquidity providers, and also market makers and uh, more parties came into the table. They all were very hesitant to work actually with blockchain coming from the traditional finance world. And it was very difficult to expand and to, to scale with these partners. At the same time, we got all the DeFi innovation uh, coming in. So last year, this got really traction. Automated market makers uh, were in the game and also um, we saw a lot of liquidity and, and use cases coming to Ethereum and other blockchains that had smart contracts. Uh, unfortunately, the blockchain we were on, uh, the Stellar blockchain, did not have any smart contracts. So we couldn't automate that on the blockchain. Had the pain working with all these intermediaries at the same time. And we, we thought, all right, before we switch blockchains again and then uh, don't uh, see the right fit. We're now building it uh, ourselves and not only for ourselves, but for everyone who wants to deal with international payments and fiat uh, in, in the blockchain space. So we uh, yeah, built a, a custom blockchain for this use case. And uh, it's not, of course, limited to our own usage, but uh, for uh, it is open for everyone to build on and uh, use it, of course, also. So that was a great, let's say, we, get, we, we go one level deeper now from the application level now to the blockchain level. And we picked uh, Polkadot as our ecosystem uh, for various reasons. And uh, that's how uh, Pendulum was born uh, last year. Yeah, thank you for walking us through that. It's really interesting to hear how you could be working with a couple of different platforms, identify some challenges and realize like, okay, we could just go to another ecosystem and use their framework, or we could just build it ourselves. And y'all chose the ladder, y'all chose to build it yourselves. So now that you've been going through this, building out a system for international uh, payments, one of the things that, that Pendulum talks about is missing the link between fiat and DeFi. He kind of talked to us about like the composable fiat chain and like the Polkadot parachain that y'all are working with. Um, yes. Um, so... The, the idea is that we have a, uh, a blockchain, we have a lot of uh, stable coins on that chain, on Pendulum, and also smart contracts uh, that uh, we can automate a lot of the journey of an international money transfer, right? This, uh, we couldn't find that on any other uh, blockchain. That's why we actually decided to, to build it um, uh, for Pendulum. And uh, it is important for various reasons, also because uh, why we chose Polkadot actually as our ecosystem. So first, maybe let's talk about uh, why we went for Polkadot. We were initially a little hesitant because it was, back then, it was pretty expensive uh, to, to join the network. Uh, there was this initial hype around Polkadot and I think the first parachains, you had to, uh, I don't know, raise a billion in crowd loan uh, to, to get a slot. Uh, so that was uh, crazy times. And uh, we thought, all right, maybe, I mean, it's really good tech. It has this shared security aspect because if we just go there and create a layer one for businesses and maybe even for some fintechs to use, 
um, we need a lot of trust, right? So how can they trust us from day one and put their money in and their liquidity? So uh, with Polkadot, we have the relay chain, which itself is uh, pretty much centralized and also uh, secured or um, let's say by billions of dollars that are on there, right? So uh, if there is a security issue, that would have been found already. So uh, this relay chain secures also all the parachains, including Pendulum. Uh, so you don't actually need to trust Pendulum itself on day one. You uh, just need to trust uh, Polkadot. And with that, you have all the, the core, let's say, features and security uh, features already handled, which is awesome for us again. So uh, we don't need to spin up uh, a whole decentralized uh, validator network. That's all existing already on the Polkadot level. So a big major reason for us, especially for our UK uh, use case to choose Polkadot there. Um, a second one uh, was the tech and the smart contracts. So smart contracts, uh, they are based on a different technical uh, implementation. So uh, these are WebAssembly smart contracts, not the Ethereum EVMs based smart contracts. And uh, we did some testing and the uh, the VASM smart contract so that, that uh, you create on the substrate uh, uh, framework on Polkadot uh, that are much more performant and efficient uh, than in the EVM system. So that was one reason also coming from the technical side of things. And also there is a tool set ready uh, on Polkadot where you can reuse certain pallets and you can actually uh, plug in and, and build your blockchain, not from scratch, but already on shoulders of giants, let's say. So uh, uh, you, you don't need to reinvent the wheel, uh, which makes it much faster to build a blockchain. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the main reason from the technical point of views. And um, the, yeah, uh, the, the, <laughs> the challenges we're facing, um, connecting then fiat uh, uh, and fiat users also to Pendulum is a big uh, challenge in user experience, I would say. So we are connecting and we are uh, uh, interoperating with the banking system in certain areas. We also have these stable coins of these geographies on the Pendulum chain as stable coins. So we are not only working with US dollar tokens, uh, USDC, USDT, or Euro tokens. We also have Mexican pesos tokens, for example, Brazilian real tokens, or Canadian dollar tokens, uh, or British pound tokens. So we have a lot more variety there and can, uh, this way, we can service the, the journey of a cross border transfer. Um, and one key element uh, that we implemented is our decentralized exchange, which is specialized on currency exchanges, especially stablecoin swaps. And with this, we have an, an innovative solution there um, that can um, execute swaps much more efficiently than in the traditional world or with the classic market making uh, solution. So uh, we can have a very low slippage with some basis points only where people in the traditional world pay two or three uh, percent to their banks. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. And it almost sounds like you made a Forex, a foreign exchange marketplace. Um, between all of these different uh, stable coins with, with, within your market, which is really cool. And I want to go back and spend some time on that in a second. But you brought up something that I we can't glance over that I think is really critical here. I think you had to go and fundraise some, some money and, and you actually set a world record. Can you kind of talk about that for a second? 
Yes. So um, it's uh, in, back in December. Uh, uh, I mean, this video is recorded, so we have a, a look about the time uh, a little bit. It was recorded a little earlier. Uh, we just before Christmas, actually, we joined a parachain auction. That's um, a, a crowd loan mechanic. Uh, how you secure your slot to the relay chain, to the Polkadot relay chain. And um, we yeah, prepared a lot. It was a, a launch at night. And then when we uh, were, it, it was a little bit delayed. And then in the morning, we were all in the call also with the whole team launching it. And, uh, and, and we just launched and saw a lot of activity happening. And after three minutes, uh, uh, this crowd loan was already uh, reaching its cap. So we capped it at a higher cap, actually, that uh, was necessary because we wanted to include a lot of community uh, on that crowd loan. But anyway, after three minutes, uh, the cap was hit, uh, was reached. And uh, uh, actually, with this hitting cap, we also um, yeah, won the crowd loan. Uh, the winner was chosen a week after. And that was a big success. And uh, our founder, Maynard, he did some research uh, and uh, actually found out that uh, there was no parachain before that reached that cap in, in that amount of time. So, uh, yeah, wow. we hit a record over there. And, yeah, I got a lot of support. And actually, it was very supportive and motivating also that we got this uh, feedback in, in, in form of a crowd loan uh, from the community, which feels great. Oh, definitely. I mean, if you have the buy-in from your community to be able to fill that up in three minutes, that that it, they're in a bear market, especially the bear market that was 2022. Yes. It, it, I think that alone speaks volumes. So, so speaking to that, there is a lot of excitement around your upcoming launch uh, this this February. So, just everyone listening, this is previously recorded, but by the time this goes out, it will be around the launch. So, can you talk to us a little bit about that? Hey everyone, just wanted to let you know about all of the amazing content that we're making for you exclusively over on YouTube. You can stay connected to crypto's top stories and trending topics with the Aftershock. Every Wednesday, join cryptocurrency Steve Miller and myself for a brand new discussion on what's going on in the wild world of Web3. If you want to learn more about cryptocurrency and blockchain, but don't know where to start, Crypto Decrypted will cover everything from basics and fundamental analysis to the advanced concepts of technical analysis. Join Chris K every Thursday exclusively on YouTube to get this content. Finally, if you want to take a deeper dive into the world of NFTs and learn more about all the latest and greatest and what's happening in that space while capturing alpha, join Steven on NFT Thursdays exclusively on Twitter Spaces on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We hope you're enjoying our content. And if you're enjoying it, please like, subscribe, share, and leave comments so that we can continue to give you the content to keep you cryptocurrent. Yes. Um, so we are um, currently still um, working for the launch. There are various uh, topics and fields, uh, of course, um, before such a launch uh, that we're tackling. We will also um, pre-launch some of the software on our sister chain uh, on the Summer Network, which is the sister network of Polkadot. Uh, for testing, this uh, project is called Amplitude. So there will be uh, some of the software be already out there. So what we're launching is, is of course, uh, the main chain, the, the core blockchain. Uh, and on top, there will be the, um, uh, the Spacewalk, which is our bridge to Stellar. So the uh, Stellar network uh, has some really valuable stable coins there. And it's a great uh, network also focusing on the whole international payment space. And uh, you will, will be able to use all the stellar stable coins, which are all fiat backed. So they are uh, uh, have very nice quality stable coins over there. We'll be able to use them 
uh, also on Pendulum, uh, which is great. We will have the widest choice of, of uh, stablecoin currencies over there. So this is launching too. And then uh, the third um, protocol, let's say our first uh, native protocol, uh, it's an incubated project. It's independent uh, of Pendulum. It's called Zerox Amber. And uh, this is the Forex DEX, actually. So the, the foreign exchange, uh, the decentralized exchange specialized on Forex, uh, that will launch too. Uh, there will be some initial programs for providing liquidity. So it will be very interesting times. I guess it's uh, it's definitely worth looking at what's launching because uh, there will be a lot of incentives initially for first users uh, to, to provide liquidity, to use the platform and uh, to do the first steps together with Pendulum and the whole team. So yeah, I would say um, keep an eye out on all the announcements there. Uh, we usually tweet everything that's, that's very relevant. So um, yeah, do that. Uh, it's, it's probably worth it. Yeah. Definitely. So get involved with the community. Um, what are ways that people can come and find you? So uh, obviously they can go to your website, which is uh, pendulumchain.org. But what are other ways that people can engage? Or if they're listening to this right now, they're like, I've been looking for some sort of foreign Forex in crypto opportunity. And this, this sounds like it. Uh, how can they get involved? Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, start uh, w- with the website and all the channels you you want to join. So join our Telegram channel; it's uh, it's pretty active. Also, the Discord uh, is very nice. If you want to follow some news, uh, uh, I would recommend Twitter. So on all these channels, uh, we're active. We also have a newsletter out uh, uh, where you can subscribe on. And if you really want to uh, strategically, let's say, um, contribute, or you're a developer uh, and want to build something. Uh, uh, with all the tools set already there, you want to build something for businesses, then reach out to our um, yeah, communities team there. They will direct you to the right place uh, to talk also to our product and development team. So uh, we're very open here and we're looking for, uh, for additional builders uh, and users trying to help the community and uh, yeah, looking forward to meeting all of you. Definitely. Now, okay. I just want to go back for a second because... I want to spend a little bit more time around the security piece. So there was a lot of challenges that came out of 2022. A lot of it had to do with multi-party liquidity uh, and, and also around security. There's a ton of hacks that occurred. What are y'all doing to help learn and prevent uh, the lessons of 2022? Yeah, so looking at 2022 there there uh, I think uh, it was a, a real uh, yeah a real test of the blockchain uh, space in terms of security and I see already a lot of um, yeah advancements and, and improvements on that side actually so I think there is another understanding now of trusting centralized entities so uh, centralized exchanges and so on so I think the that you store or uh, your coins uh, where you hold your own keys and so on got a lot more attention now uh, again. And uh, we really think that uh, yeah, a, a self-custodial platform uh, is, is a way to go and it's a very secure, uh, let's say, fundamental method that uh, we can only advise to follow. So uh, in the space, we want also to um, build a system and a, and a self-custodial solution also for businesses that they can actually use that's not too complicated for them, right? So there are solutions out there for uh, managing and handling private keys and uh, also having a good UX while doing that. And uh, we want to bring that together uh, and make it usable for business users. But 
on the core side, I mean, I touched already on the on the Polkadot relay chain security that we already got on the core. And what we did with our bridge, because uh, I think every second or a third hack was a bridge, right? Because they are accumulating a lot of liquidity and um, it's yeah, a big honeypot uh, uh, that you want to hack, right? So if there is something in the smart contract uh, uh, that um, yeah, can be attacked, it will be attacked. So uh, we thought of, uh, of a concept, of a security concept for our Stellar Bridge. Uh, and, it, and Spacewalk is not only a bridge to Stellar, but also to similar uh, blockchains. So Spacewalk uh, is from the concept more decentralized than other bridges. So um, there is a fully collateralized um, uh, piece that uh, actually saves, let's say, the, 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 the assets that are transferred. And these collateral um, tokens, they will be not centrally stored or um, protected by a multi-signature wallet of some kind, um, but they are actually um, built up in decentralized vaults. So everyone can actually become a vault operator and accepting these uh, uh, collateral payments. So it's, it's much more decentralized uh, uh, from the initial concept, which makes it more secure uh, um, in as a total uh, system, right? So having this in a, and and acting uh, or executing a bridge in an, this more trustless environment is uh, is our contribution or our way to go and how we see going um, uh, the security developments also going forward. I think uh, we've seen a lot of um, missing. Uh, uh, money also in the last year. Uh, so just some balance sheets uh, where, I don't know, some, some money got lost. This cannot happen if you put it on a smart contract on the public blockchain, right? So I think this is the, the form of transparency that can also uh, protect users from losing money. And uh, this is the way we want actually uh, how money is moved uh, in the future and uh, fully transparent, 24-7 uh, audited by the public, right, uh, um, right. of systems and not uh, someone has actually the right to to steal that money or run away with it. Uh, so if, if this is secured by a computer, it's, uh, it's much safer, I would say. Um, anyway, yeah, so that, that's our take on it. So there are various aspects of, of the whole journey. And I think we're definitely uh, advocating a way of a more decentralized and uh, transparent uh, approach. And I think that's great. And I think those are two things that are going to be really crucial um, when things are truly all put on the blockchain's public ledger. People can go and verify. Uh, you can verify and validate and you don't have to necessarily trust the centralized entity to take care and, and, and hope they're not lying to you. Because unfortunately, yeah. we, we, we learn there's a lot of liars out there. Um, and now as we move forward, if, if we can put more things into computers and, and, and being a lot more decentralized and, and having it be in a secure place that people can control themselves and be on a trusted protocol, I think that's going to continue to build trust because we have to, I think 2023 is about building trust again, because unfortunately a lot of trust was lost uh, last year. So sounds like y'all are on the right path to do that. And um, I'm, I'm excited to learn more about everything that y'all have going on at Pendulum. But as we wrap up here, I always like to finish with a couple of fun questions. Uh, the first being, if you could take all the lessons and information that you've learned through the years of, of being in this space and go back to yourself in 2016, when you first started, what are a couple of lessons you would tell and teach yourself? 
Ah, interesting. Uh, <laughs> 2016. Um, so, um, yeah, I I still had in 2016. Um, it's an interesting one, but I, I was still because mass adoption was uh, was was widely connected to uh, the adoption of bigger institutions, actually, so that bigger companies and bigger institutions are adopting uh, blockchain. And working a couple of years in the space and seeing also the speed uh, these institutions are moving things forward, I think we don't. We might not necessarily need these big institutions to to move or migrate uh, actually their traditional use cases or something to blockchain. I think. Uh, it's much more probable that um, in parallel there will be a system built up without these institutions. At one point, there is enough traction. These institutions might move over. So in terms of speed and adoption, I think the main driver will not be um, bigger institutions or especially financial institutions, but it will be the actual users, will be the actual disruptors and uh, taking out and automating the way some intermediaries there is actually the way how this will uh, create mass adoption. So that's uh, one of the bigger lessons and also strategic decisions uh, that that we took also uh, in a company. So uh, initially, of course, we were invited to a lot of like bigger car companies, banks, and so on. Or everyone's every meeting started with what's blockchain, and uh, and then after a while, um, yeah, we saw that these projects. There might be a proof of concept here or there, but it's actually moving too slow. And uh, that's why we went on for more speed uh, with direct user uh, uh, targeting. Yeah, that's, Makes I sense. think, one of the main <laughs> takeaways so, here. It's a big lesson. Don't wait for, don't think that mass adoption is going to be with the big institutions coming, but it's going to be the people, the disruptors, and and create things for them so that we can you know keep growing and, and moving things forward. I think that's a yeah. that is a good lesson. Um, but but as we wrap up here, what is a final thought that you want to leave with everyone listening today? Final thought is um, it's, it's maybe yeah my 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 initial thought when I uh, came to blockchain. So that um, the the whole money transfer was kind of a magic uh, to me back then. How does this even work? Is there someone having $1 in a database and then that means that's my money? Uh, and, uh, and I think uh, looking at, at uh, the crypto space and, and stable coins, that makes it much more transparent uh, uh, to me. And it's actually still magic, but uh, it's, it's much more transparent for me um, what this money actually is and how this is moved. Uh, and I think just thinking about it, that uh, there's no one, also no internal attacker uh, can can interfere in in my money. Uh, I think that's a thought uh, I can uh, uh, now tell you, which I find very magical and and very good actually. So I keep my money or me as a business. Uh, no one can touch it uh, uh, there, and I can also move it and understand how this works. Uh, for me, this makes makes much more sense than in moving money in the traditional world, actually. So people have more ability to be in control and have the options to use their money how they see fit. And I think that is building a more equitable future for everyone. And 
giving power back to the people as you know we continue to expand uh, the world of Web3. So definitely appreciate that final sentiment. Thank you for all the information that you've shared with us today. Again, for everyone that's listening, you can go over to pendulumchain.org for more info. And Alex, thank you again for, for dropping all the knowledge. And as always, for everyone listening, stay cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. This show and any other Cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's podcast review comes from Jakinzi. Nice podcast and a must follow for everyone in the blockchain industry. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. We would like to give a special shout out to our Moon sponsor, Acacia Digital. Acacia invests in partners with early stage blockchain companies who are solving complex problems in large markets. Acacia partners with projects that have established technology and communities. Acacia supports public projects exhibiting strong momentum and capacity to grow into large markets. Acacia also directly participates in limited releases such as NFTs tied to unique experiences, access, or products. For more information, go to acaciadigital.io. Again, that's acaciadigital.io. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com.